summer's not here long, so seize the sizzle with Walmart. Find all your faves such as Oscar Mayer hot dogs, Kraft singles, and Heinz ketchup. This time of year is all about living easy and sizzling good food. Whether you're cooking for two or for a houseful, grilling outside makes mealtime simple, delicious, and fun. When the coals are hot, be grill ready with all the best ingredients from Walmart. Hats Off is an edutainment podcast that is in no way a substitute for clinical assessment, diagnosis, and treatment. The views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and their guest. Mental health is defined as a person's condition with regard to their psychological and emotional well-being. But sometimes we have to get real, and that's when we say hats off. off. What's up? It's hats off, y'all. We're doing this. Oh, my goodness. Long time coming. What, six months of planning and just talking about it? Yes, yes. So first, we want to say some thank yous. We're just going to start off with the thank yous. Uh, number one, <laughs> Tadian Page. Okay, my Neo, my brother, my friend. Oh, my gosh. So Tadian is responsible for the amazing hats that we have on in our promo pictures. And we have more pictures to come. So get excited. Get into it. We also want to say thank you to Beverly Holbrook. Oh, my gosh. So Beverly works with us. And we just randomly were like, Bev, can you take some pictures? The day before. And then when we're we told her what it was, she just was on it. And we were running around. And she had all these different frames and poses and styles. Outfit and, changes. Oh, my gosh. So Beverly's amazing. And then also to Hugh shared co-working space on Remount Row. Hugo. Hugo. We gon' so we're gonna tag them and all kind of things, <laughs> and then you can talk to Garrett yourself when you come and use the space, and he will tell you how to say it correctly because nice we can't be sure. But anyway, it's hats off. My name is Courtney Leak. I am a licensed clinical social worker in the state of North Carolina and South Carolina. Um, I work in higher education, and I also have a private practice in Charlotte. Um, and I enjoy working with individuals and couples. I deal with a lot of women's issues, um, marital dysfunction, premarital counseling, grief and loss, um, trauma, and I love to use experiential therapy with people. And my name is Earl Martin. I'm a recent graduate from Winthrop University obtaining my master's in social work. I am currently awaiting for my license in clinical social work associates in the state of North Carolina. I have background with working with African Americans to combat past experiences of microaggression and I also have worked with survivors of trauma whether that be sexual assault, stalking or physical assault and I have background with working with children of all forms of mental disorders. Yes and so what our goal for Hats Off is is to talk about the hard things to do the honest work of healing and being our most authentic self. Like we want people to live mm -hmm. authentically because we only get to do this thing once One time. and people waste so much time worried about what other people think and overcoming trauma and acting like they don't have a problem that they really miss out on some really good parts of life. Um, and so we are here to give you the real. Mm -hmm. um, again, we are professionals. And so we're going to, you know, talk to you about, you know, the clinical side of things. But we want to be honest and we want to be real with you um, about the issues that are out there. And so and we love participation. So we're going to be really excited to hear from you guys on what you need from us. Especially in our segment called Hats Off Question of the Day. Absolutely. Where we'll be responding to some of your questions. Whether they be serious, silly, or somewhere in the middle. Absolutely, yes. So one thing that we believe in very thoroughly is shouting out people who are doing good things and who are living their authentic self. Um, so every episode we will have a tip our hat segment. Um, and so this week I am tipping my hat to Karis Rogers, Karis with a K, H-E-R-I-S Rogers with a D-G-E-R-S. Um, Karis Rogers is a 10-year-old little girl who was being teased at school about her complexion. Um, she is a beautiful, like beautiful chocolate sister. Um, and sometimes people struggle with that. Um, and we will probably get into that on another episode. But people were teasing her. 
But her and her family decided to turn it into another thing. And she came out with a T-shirt line called Flexin' in My Complexion. All right now. And I already bought my shirt, Karis. I wore it to a concert. I was super cute. Um, But I think it's just so important to encourage our children to be who they are. Like, there's nothing wrong with her at all. Like I said, she's a beautiful little girl. All the colors are beautiful. melanin is popping. Melanin is popping. Always has, and always will. with all that melanin, she's going to be beautiful at like 95. And all them hating people going to be real mad and wish they had her melanin. So, anyway. But, um... Yeah, and I just love that her parents were like, we're not going to let this break you. We're going to, like, make this a thing that you use to empower yourself. And that's and where it really starts, though. you got to really have some found foundation in your parents and just have that support. Absolutely. So, um, flexin, F-L-E-X-I-N, inmycomplexion.com is where you can find a shirt um, or see this beautiful little girl who's out here living her real self. And I'm doing a big shout out to my girl, Morgan Carter, all the way from Charlotte down to ATL. My girl Mo has started her own podcast and she's on episode, I want to say five just dropped called Froisha's World. Mo to that. Hey. But my girl Morgan is definitely rocking and giving us some strong black girl magic down in ATL. And her podcast is just amazing. So y'all definitely need to give a gander to Froisha's world her instagram her personal instagram is the mocata hope i'm saying that right but it's t-h-e-e-m-o-c-a-w-t-a on ig and Froisha world also has its own instagram which is Froisha's world it's Froisha world which is i-t-s-f-r-o-e-s-h-a-s world and her podcast is available on apple iTunes app mm-hmm. and Google all Play. Google Play and SoundCloud. So yes. give my girl a good listen and you will not be sorry. She is so funny. But she also has some really good like tips and things mm-hmm. as well. But she's saving money. Being young, Feminism. fresh out of college, you know, being black and in this world of just where do I go now when I'm fresh out of college? She gives a lot of great insight and my girl is doing it. Absolutely. So just real quick, she talks about how when she started like her real life outside <laughs> of college and she was like the attendance policy is not the same and I was so I was, with her because I really really like enjoyed not showing up to class and I really really wish that that was like the same policy for work and it is not a thing and that's sad. it's not a thing but I feel like you're still trying to make it a I'm, thing no no I'm working on it but I'm not going to shade you on here. He is. We're going to shade each other all the times. We are friends for real. Um, And so there might be things we say to each other, but because we know how to use technology, we're going to cut it out and y'all won't know about it. <laughs> and we're going to keep it moving. So, yes. All right. All right. So now we're into the meat and potatoes of today's segment. So the title for today's episode is You Are Tearing at the Seams. Um, And so we're going to do a little bit of psychoeducation around therapy, like what it is, why people need it, um, and talk a little bit about the stigma around therapy. Um, Mental health, like we say in our intro, is just making sure that we're in balance. I struggle with the word balance, if I'm being honest. Is this a safe place, Earl? I think it's a safe place. Because I don't always know if balance is a thing. So, like, for me, like, I'm a mom and an entrepreneur, and I work, and, like, you know, like, I'm going to tell y'all a story about how yesterday, just yesterday, I fed my child dinner twice. Like, we ripped and ran so much (laughs) that, like, we got dinner before an appointment, and then, like, that night, like, I made more dinner. And he was like, it's okay, I got room. Like, I literally fed him dinner twice because it's a lot going on. And, you know, there's not always someone else to do things with you Mm -hmm. or for you. And so they still got to get done. Right. And so I think sometimes people feel guilt about not being in balance. Um, And so I I struggle with using that word because it's sometimes an unattainable thing. But you're balancing to the best of your ability. I like it. Fall into it. I like it. I'm balancing. Hello. It's an action word. Come on. A verb. Mm -hmm. Nice. Right. Um, But mental health is the combination of your um, just well-being, how you're doing emotionally, how you're doing psychologically, how you're doing physically, how you're doing spiritually. All of those things Mm -hmm. um, bring up our mental health. And 
for some reason, we don't want to talk about it. And I'm not really sure why. Um, uh-huh. And certain groups struggle more, mm-hmm. but we're not talking about it. So I kind of have a theory. Okay. Because, you know, in the African-American community, we are go to church, pray it away, don't mm. talk about it. What's in this house, stay in this well, house. You know, every mom and grandma has you, said it Jesus. to you. But I really feel like as a community, we have had to be so strong and be our own team players and supporters that we can't show weakness, especially from a yes. black male's perspective. Yes. What's weakness? I'm not going to show you that I'm hurting. I can't show you because when I do show you my weakness or show you that I am hurting, I get attacked mm. from my own community, from the outside community. Mm. So what's, what's that? Tears. I'm hurt. Uh, mm-mm, mm-mm, I'm good. Mm. I'm good. You good? Because mm-hmm. I'm good. Let's move forward. C- come on. Come on. We got to go. I got to go to work. Yeah. I got I to gotta pay this bill. I got I to gotta make sure my kids are eating. Yes. Yes. And I, I agree. So I agree 100%. Um, and I think that there are, like I said, a lot of groups that feel like they can't like even conceptualize mm-hmm. their mental health because they have so much else going on. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you hear a lot of times when celebrities or, you know, people who are famous, they um, like fall off the rails and people are like, what's their problem? They have all this money and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, look, all money does is give you more time. Like there's a point in life where if I'm struggling, if I'm depressed, if I'm anxious, if I'm just having a bad day, I got to button that shit up and go to work because okay. I got to feed my child twice apparently. And pay these bills. And pay these bills. And so I don't get the, I can't afford to sit in my struggle. Mm-hmm. But if I were rich, I could just like cry all day. Like, you know what I mean? Cause you like go shoot a movie and you have a break and you just be sad and you also have access to all the maladaptive things all the drugs all the clothes all the fake people all Mm -hmm. the bullshit all the you know addictive screen time and likes and all that because we're going to talk about how social media plays into addictions and Mm -hmm. you know that false sense of like how we're living so you know you have access to all that stuff all the time and you don't have to go anywhere because you got millions of dollars so, so guess what? You just you got get... the well low. Exactly. And like, you know, a professor that we both know says, like, what you feed grows. Oh. And on, so if you on, have more on. time to water your destruction and your sadness and your depression, like, that's what's going to grow. You got to have a Jack and a giant beanstalk over here, okay? Absolutely. Of drama, mess, gutter snipe. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, shout out to Iyanla, because we don't know where we were in life before gutter snipe, but it's just such a great description I of so it. many things, and we appreciate she's you She's my that. spirit animal, although she's not an animal, but she's my spirit animal. Yes, Maxine Waters. Auntie, that's Auntie. Ma- I love Auntie. Shout out to Auntie Maxine because okay. I just. What well, you talking about being authentic okay. and being true to who you are? Because I quote, "We got to get his ass out of here," <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna say. Absolutely, for now, hundred percent. But so, in regards to mental health, especially in the African American community and other marginalized communities, um, I do think there's a huge shame aspect to it. Mm-hmm. There's an encouragement that like you don't need it, like you just need to suck it up or you don't want to be seen as vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Like, let me just say, like, if anybody needs therapy for the hell they have been through, it's black folk. Like, like, let's just call a thing a thing. Can we have a moment of silence for that? Okay. For real. Like, y'all, if anybody can trace back trauma and um, being marginalized and disrespected and um, tired, just tired, if anybody can just be tired, it's us. It's black folk. Okay. And so we shouldn't have any shame of being like, help. And let me just go talk. Because I'm telling you, therapy off back they just want you to talk and i think we've had so many years of not us not being able to say what we've been through just of i don't want to pull the black card i don't want to be the angry black person but god damn it when you in that room you paying so pay your yes. time and put out your anger and let let that out let that hate go absolutely because it just hurts you like other folk walking around fine they're not worried about okay. you at all and i also think like thinking like you know your church your community like having those things are great mm-hmm. but those people aren't objective mm-hmm. and you need an objective person to look at you and be like tell me why you think that's okay um you need them to 
kind of give you another perspective. And also, like, we are going to sugarcoat for our people. Like, mm-hmm. we act like, no, that's my person. I can tell them anything. But that's a lie. That's a lie. Like, you're going to save face with your people first. You're going to save face with your pastor first. If you out here in love with some dude that you humping on the low, that he's not, you know, respecting you or giving mm-hmm. you what you need, and he just rolled through at 3 o'clock in the morning, you're not going to talk to your pastor about that. Because you don't want that judgment. Because you are saved, sanctified, and holy. Okay. Like, you in the church every day with the prayer cloth over your knee, you're not going to then go to your pastor and be like, but he is good, though. Like, you're not going right. to say that to your and pastor. And you might call your friends out, but you're not going to say too much because then you might have your friend mad at you because you was keeping it real. Exactly. But guess exactly. what? With a therapist, they don't know you. Exactly. So they they can't just have all these judgments. Or they can't just be like, oh, I can't say that. They don't know you. And exactly. sometimes it's best that you be able to just talk to someone you don't know. They don't know your history. They know nothing about you, uh, but what you're telling, you're actually telling your perspective. It's all about you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so let's talk a little bit about stigma. Mm-hmm. And I do think that stigma is a thing. I actually think stigma is more of a regional thing because I know people who live like in New York and who live in California of all races, religions, you know, sexualities, all of them. And everybody got a therapist. They're like, oh, yeah, we go to therapy or oh, my therapist. Like, you mm-hmm. know, what I mean, like white, black, you know, gay, straight, like everybody. Um, understands the importance of therapy in those areas. But in the South, I see the exact opposite. I see everybody has a stigma Mm. around therapy. You know what I mean? Because I've worked with clients, again, of different races, creeds, Mm -hmm. religions, um, sexualities, and different things. And everybody's like, well, I don't want nobody to think I'm crazy. And so I don't know what's going on with us in the South. Um, You know, we've always been a little bit behind. You know, but I think that, and again, I think the South in general, regardless of race, has had a lot more tension, a lot more struggle, a lot more trauma financially. You know, there's more struggle in the South. And so, again, that's even more reason for us to be reaching out and getting help and support because we need it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like there's more justification for it. But usually the people who need the the help don't tend to ask for it because they've been taught over time um, that they're not going to get it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like usually the way we feel about things and what we're adverse to is because some somewhere we receive that message. Um, So. I want to say that, but, you know, Earl and I are here to be like, don't listen to that message. Get out. Get get out. (laughs) Get out of the sucking place and find help. (laughs) That is why we are here. What are your thoughts about stigma, Earl? It's the devil. And I'm going to take a pause on that. Let that sink in. Stigma. That first off, the word ain't even pretty itself. It is. It's an ugly word. It's an ugly word. So why allow stigma to have power? Mm. Because at the end of the day, no one's opinion about you matters. Because like Courtney said, we only have one life to live. And if you ain't living for yourself first, you're not living. So don't allow these stigmas to just feed you because it's so... And what's interesting is that stigma starts at a young age. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And back to the young lady like you were speaking about earlier. When those stigmas set in at five and six, because it's getting younger and younger... Like the young little boy that just killed himself at eight. Oh my God. Them stigmas yes. start so young. So when those are starting and what you, like you said, what you feed grows. So when you're hearing that one stigma and you, your mind, you start feeding it yourself. Because at the end of the day, you're your own worst enemy. And mm-hmm. you will feed something till it's. It consumes you. Consumes Absolutely. you. Literally. And then you're walking around. You're not happy. You're wondering why everybody's happy. You're comparing your life. And that's the first thing you should never do. Especially in this day and age with social media where everybody's life is filtered. Like I tell people all the time, that is somebody's highlight reel. Like no one is posting the selfie of them on the floor with the jar of peanut butter crying. Like that's just not a thing. And if they are in 10 minutes, that might not be, that might be another situation. And they might need to also call us if you are posting that. But (laughs) most people are not posting that. But that doesn't mean it's not a part of their life. And so you're comparing your whole life to their highlight. Real. Of course, I'm about to post you. I'm happy. I'm going on this trip. I just graduated. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm not posting me writing this um 24 page paper. I'm not posting me preparing this um conference. For what? No, I'm not about to do that because then I'm not happy. 
Exactly. Yes. And then everything's like hashtag goals, hashtag life, hashtag, you know, hashtag this relationship goals, but both y'all cheating. Stop oh that. Come on now. Stop it. Again, because you can thing. put anything on the internet. Like, I tell <laughs> y'all, like, you can be anybody on the internet. In, the internet is nothing but a giant Wikipedia page. All Absolutely. you need is a username, and guess what? I can go edit away. Exactly. So being very careful about how you compare yourself to others is, oh my gosh, it's the worst thing ever. So yeah, and I think, you know, ultimately, you have to look at, you know, the motives behind stigma. Like mm-hmm. when you have somebody criticizing or judging you or trying to make you feel a certain way about who you are or what you need, you, what you need, because how you going to tell me what I need. That's like, fine. I know me. I've been with me all my life. I know me. How you gonna tell me about I need? But, like, what's going on with them? Like, what is going on with you that you would begrudge me getting myself some help? That was sexy. Like, begrudge. <laughs> would you begrudge me getting myself some help with my coin, with my resources? And you know I don't play about my coin. Like, what? Like, what does that say about that person? You know what I mean? That's like you're like you're hungry, right? Mm-hmm. And you're at the grocery store and you're about to buy your food for oh. your belly. And somebody's like, mm, I don't like turkey. Okay. I, I mean, I, people who eat turkey are just the worst. But, but watch me make this turkey sandwich with a slab of mustard. You would not move like you would look at that person crazy side eye and keep it moving but when it comes to our own mental health and well-being somebody's like oh why are you going to therapy you, you crazy what's going on with you all of a sudden you stop wanting to be well because this person is judging you wanting to be well what, and the hell is stigma. That? what is crazy because no one's saying no everybody's got a struggle everybody's got something they're working through and going through i'm balancing what we say earlier? balancing, balancing. okay sing and so life is going to be difficult at times. Everybody's got something that they need to adjust to and move through and need help for. And you don't have to have a diagnosed mental disorder or a mental disorder at all to get therapy. You might just be feeling stressed and I need to go talk to somebody. Or I might have stuff from childhood or just I am overwhelmed with life. You do not have to say I'm living with bipolar disorder. And even if you are, like you don't have to have a diagnosis to get therapy. Absolutely. And that's the problem. Everybody thinks, well, I have to have this, or that means something's wrong with me. No. Yeah. And also, I see a lot of times clients will, like, rate their stuff. They're like, they're like, well, there's so many people that are going through so many other things. And you're like, true. Mm-hmm. So there's always going to be somebody with a harder story, but that doesn't mean your story's not hard for you. And what are you going through? Like, you know, to be like, that doesn't have anything to do with your story and what you need. Live your best life. Everybody, everybody deserves someone to support them and listen to them Mm -hmm. and help them move through this stuff. Absolutely. So, yes. So we're going to take a little break and move to the next segment. All right. So like we said earlier, we are going to be doing questions um, from our viewers listeners subscribers please subscribe like rate be nice like so let me just throw out a disclaimer i'm gonna go on a tangent real quick um what we not gonna do (laughs) on hats off is you being ugly like i am all about constructive criticism i am all about people um Saying, oh, well, you know, what you said there, I didn't necessarily agree with, or, you know, this thing or that thing was a problem, or tell me more about that. Like, help me understand. Like, I'll have a conversation with absolutely anybody. However, what we're not going to do is ugliness. We're not going to tolerate people being cruel we're not going to tolerate um hateful language or hurtful words like none of that's a thing and that's included if like somebody comments on something on our you know ig or our facebook or our twitter like don't be ugly to each other like we will come on and we will shut that shit all the way down because we expect more of our listeners so that is just my disclaimer up top about how people are supposed to treat each other from the rip 
because that gutter snipe, mm, yeah. it's deep. Yes, absolutely. And then also, um, anybody who does send in a question, um, we're always just going to call you anonymous. Like, mm-hmm. So you're just going to have to listen to every episode to get your question heard because everybody's just going to be anonymous. It's just easier that way. Yes. Earl, do you have our questions? I do. All right. So from Anonymous today, we have several questions. I think we have three questions, Mm -hmm. um, but they're all kind of together. And so what we're going to do is first we're going to give like our, you know, our professional opinion and you know and then that hat is coming off. and then we're gonna take our hats off so i don't know if we said this so the t- the podcast is called hats off mm-hmm. because anybody who's a therapist will have these moments where they're like look i'm about to take my therapy hat off and talk to you for real and so and i think sometimes you connect with people a little deeper when you do that because mm-hmm. people feel like oh you're just giving me like the pc professional answer when you're in that role yeah. and then we're like look i'm taking my hat off for a second to be like bruh sis ma'am sir uh-uh. So that's kind of why we call it hats off. So we're going to have both responses mm-hmm. for these questions. So we have three questions today for our hats off question of the day. And question number one is, how do you handle a situation that you could fight for, but you also know it should be left alone, whether that's friendships or relationships? Okay. So you could fight for it, but you know it should be left alone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I lied. I'm just going to skip to the hats off off because I just want you to hear the words that you used. You said you could fight for it, but you know, know it should be left alone. No is a definitive thing. Like I know that I have to pay my mortgage every month Mm -hmm. and I know that I shouldn't um, talk to some strangers and I know, you know, that this is the, these are the things I need to do with and for my son. Like, I know I need to take a shower every day. Like, you know, I know that. Mm-hmm. So that, that sounds very definitive to me. And so if you know, I could, like, I could just not go to work and see what happens. But you also but I know, know the repercussions. That my mortgage bill is going to be due every month. And so I go to work. So you know what I mean? Like, and I if feel you don't like show that's the, the work, answer. They're going to let you go. And they're going to get someone <laughs> and I know that, that can come to work. <laughs> and I know that if I don't keep showing up to work, they're going to be like, this bitch don't want to work here. Are we done? Like, And guess what? There will always be somebody gladly ready to fill in. Absolutely. And I know that as well. Because I will also let you know that I graduated with 32 people. We are all looking for jobs. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I think you're kind of answering your own question. Like, mm-hmm. you know, this is not a thing. And yeah, you can fight for everything. But so many people, like myself included, Earl, you probably feel me on this. Like, I've wasted lots of time fighting for things I didn't need to fight for. Mm-hmm. And it just left me with, like, regret and disappointment and frustration with myself. Like, why did you wait this long? Because the only thing worse than, like, giving somebody two years, and this is friendship, relationship, family members sometimes giving somebody like two years of your life mm-hmm. that they didn't deserve is giving them two years in a day. Like don't, <laughs> don't waste what? your time. That two years in a day that you gave to them. Now you have to spend two years in a day to get over it and Absolutely. get back to where you were. So if you know the consequences, don't waste your time. Like I said at the beginning, you have to put yourself first and that's not saying be selfish, but you have to be tactful and smart about what you're putting into people and what you're going to allow Cause like I said, you only have one life. Absolutely. So if you already know it's not worth fighting for it, don't do it. Don't even put yourself through that hassle. Cause yeah, it might work. Oh, well, the first six months they just changed. They've changed. It's been so great. Six more months, you hate them. You want to go, but you want to fight for it. Mm. No. What's our second question? How long should one selfish years last? So I would want uh, more, I like to say to people, like, flesh that out for me. Like, what do you mean by selfish years? Because mm-hmm. to me, I just think that just depends on what is selfish. Because you can be selfish, meaning you're putting yourself first, but still be very caring and, and generous. So what do you mean by selfish? Now, you're meaning, like, selfish in, like, relationships, like, which way we want to take this question? Like, okay, so when I think of 
like relationships and love um, and of all kinds, friendships, being a mom, like all of that. What I have learned is that I have to love myself the most Mm -hmm. because I can only love others to the degree with which I love myself. And people struggle with that idea to like, oh, I love my kids more than me and blah, blah, blah. But what happens is as soon as the people that I love, their shit starts to bump against the shit about me that I don't love, I shut them down and I can't show up Mm -hmm. for them. So I have to be healed and comfortable in myself and taking care of me well in order to show up for other people. I am a better mother, friend, partner, um, employee, therapist, all of the above when I am taking care of me. And that to take care of myself requires time Mm -hmm. and space. And so there has to always be this level of selfishness around like, what do I need to make sure that I still have the energy to show up for others? So I don't know if we ever completely stop being selfish we need to be like aware, like you need to be checked in with yourself and know like, am I burnt out? Am I emotional? Am I struggling? And how, how is that going to translate into my other relationships? So you need to be having conversations with yourself all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that requires space and time, which then means you're not giving space and time to other people. So there is an element of selfishness around that, but I think selfishness gets a bad rap. Yeah, I think when you do things to hurt others and you just kind of, dismiss others and be like well I need you know what I mean like I hate people I hate when people have boundaries and they like they think they have like porous boundaries meaning like they like are back and forth and they have a good balance of boundaries but really they're rigid and they're like well I can't do that because I gotta do this for me and I only gotta do this for me like you're you're an asshole and nobody likes you that's what that is that's not a boundary that's called being rude and difficult and Mm -hmm. rigid that's not a boundary so let's not even call it selfishness. I think you need to be self-aware. Yeah. Be self-aware of your space and self-aware of yourself. Because like Courtney said, if you do not have your shit in order, you cannot help anyone else. So I think it needs to just be self-aware. And I think your life is going to always be self. Yeah, being you're always going to have to That's forever. That. But now, on the other direction, mm-hmm. I have definitely had relationships and heard other people be like, you know, like, I just got to focus on me right now. I can't be in this relationship because I'm in a selfish phase. AKA, you know, yeah, I'm just in a phase. selfish phase and that's why I cheated on you. And I call bullshit on that because that is not a thing. Number one, you know what I mean? I expect my five-year-old to think of others. Okay. And he only been on this earth five years. So your big grown ass cheated because you wanted to cheat. Like, that's not a, I just don't know. I just, I'm trying to figure it out. That's not a thing. Thank you. Like, you broke up with that person because you wanted to break up with that person. You not doing right because you don't want to do right. Like, that has nothing to do with you know, you trying to like take care of you or it's just, you're not be a grown good person. Enough. Yeah. Like you need to grow up, like own it. Exactly. And so if that is what their selfish phase looks like, or if this is anonymous, if this is your selfish phase and that's what your selfish phase looks like, you should stop that right now. <laughs> like that phase is done. Like there, no, no. If this phase is about learning yourself and taking care of yourself, that's then that's a forever phase. But if this phase is about you justifying doing what you want and hurting other people in the process, that's something that you should just stop doing. Thanks. Yeah. Great. Question number three. Yeah. <laughs> should you have to change multiple things about yourself just to prove your love when it feels like it's no longer a compromise? So, again, there are just some real key words in that question around like it's no longer a compromise as in like it doesn't exist compromise doesn't exist in this relationship Mm -hmm. and compromise is a huge part of all relationships or it should be it's a really important part of relationship survival is your ability to compromise and see the other person's point of view and, and work together so if compromise doesn't exist anymore then what, the, the why are you in the relationship? Yeah, like, why are you in the That's relationship? Like ownership. Exactly. And we're going to do a, a whole episode on accountability. So, like, stay tuned. If there's not a mutual compromise, I want you to know that is a ownership. Absolutely. Leave. That is pretty much yes. slavery. That's what it is. There's no compromise. Master, slave, leave, because that's been abolished. That's not a thing. <laughs> Get the hell out. Get out. Run. 
Yes, absolutely. And then this whole idea of change is an interesting thing, too. Because um, sometimes I'm like, I don't know if we change. I think we grow. Mm. Water it. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, sprinkle, sprinkle. <laughs> I think we grow because, like, I am still very much who I am mm-hmm. and who I've always been. But I have grown and I use, you know, my feelings, thoughts, action. I, I do things differently, but I'm still very much who I am. But you're aware. I'm aware of it, and mm-hmm. I do things differently. I express myself differently. I, you know, move through the world. I believe different things like that, but I'm still who I am. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I've changed, but I've grown. And let me also say that the only way I've grown is because I want it to. Nobody has made me grow. Right. Nobody has, you know what I mean? Like, that's not a thing. If you want to change you can't change for another person and if another person and 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 people you cannot change oh you took the words other people if that person does not want to change for themselves you cannot change them so this whole they gonna change for me that's not a thing it's not a thing they have to change for themselves and want to change to grow if they're not ready to start that journey, you need to get the hell off the road and go the other direction and do your own journey. Or you just need to shut up about it because there's a lot of people out here who like know who the who they're with. Like you know who this friend is, you know who this partner is, and this is you stay cheating on me. But you keep talking about it. Like it's gonna you, change if you know who you are with and you know who they are. Then shut up. Like at least be in peace with it. Like the last thing you need you're to do. You either gonna get up or go, or you gonna sit down out. and just let it be. Absolutely. Because like, I don't want to hear up. you complain about it if you're not gonna um change. Because guess Thank what? You. I don't want to keep giving out this good advice. Thank you. Like last year he didn't have a job. Last year she didn't have a job. Last year he was unfaithful. Last year she was unfaithful. It's a cycle. Guess what? Like that's a thing. And now if they one day wake up and say, you know what? I need to do better. And I need to go to work and I need to be a faithful being. (laughs) They may do that, but that's going to be their own decision making process. And then also we struggle with, well, if I leave them, then watch, they're going to go, you know, work and and be on their shit for somebody else. And they might, but they still weren't shit for you. Like they still like who they were for you was not enough. And so who gives a shit who they are for somebody don't else? Don't worry about what they do for somebody else. Because if you go steal them back from that person, they're going to go right back to that maladaptive behavior mm-hmm. they were had with you to begin with. And they still ain't going to be shit. And I love that you said steal because guess what? The way you got him or her is how you're going to lose what? them. Foundation. So at the end of the day, and if they went and got their shit together with somebody else, why are you even watching? Because not you. because you watching what they're doing. You. Your, bl- your blessing has left. Oh my gosh. You have missed. You have missed your ship. Because you so, want to be all up on their IG and whatnot. You know, from what I'm grabbing from Anonymous, um, I think Anonymous like, is aware. I think, yeah, I think Anonymous knows where this is headed. Um, and, and, get out. When you get out, it's going to hurt like a bitch. Mm. Babe, it's going to hurt. You're going to cry. You know how sometimes, like, you can't even catch your breath to cry. Like, remember when you get beaten and they would hit you <laughs> and you'd be like, like what's. <laughs> And that's what will come out. You're going to cry like that. It's going to be snotty. It's going to be ugly. You're not going to post it on IG. Um, I hope you don't. But, yeah, please don't post it please on IG. But, that, like, I'm, I want y'all to hear that, like, when people are saying, like, oh, well, you, you need to leave. or Yeah, and it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard as hell. But it's necessary. And I promise you, once you get onto the other side of that thing, you're going to be so much stronger, so much, you know, more aware of yourself, like love yourself more if you've done the correct work mm-hmm. in that healing process. Like once we've cracked ourselves open in that way, we then need to do the work to put ourselves back together well. Because that groundwork is so important. It's so important because and we'll, we're definitely going to do relationship um, episodes in the future. Mm-hmm. But one of the things people don't realize is that. You know, the relationships you're in with people are a mirror to your relationship with yourself. Mm. So there's some things not going well with yourself if you have found yourself attracting these type of people into your life. Right. You know what I mean? And so that healing time, because don't jump out of one thing and jump into another. That healing time is for you to really look at how did I get here? 
what was it that made it okay for so-and-so to think they could treat me that way? Mm -hmm. And to kind of really flesh that out, heal whatever that is, so that when you step into the next situation, you could be like, no, mm -mm, that doesn't work for me. That's a boundary. Back up. I don't like it. Actually, don't even back up because I'm leaving. Yeah. Like, yeah. You stay here. You stay here. You stay true to who you are. Bro, I'm going here. Have fun. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go over here. Absolutely. So, Anonymous, I hope that was helpful. Um, and we hope to hear from you again. Um, that's not a thing. So now it is time for my favorite part. <laughs> that's not a thing. Yes. So that's one of our favorite things is to be like, that's a thing or that's not a thing. And shout out to my Pooh Bear for the awesome soundbite. He really wanted to be a part of the podcast. And I was like, well, we going to cuss. So you can't attend or listen, but I will make you a soundbite. He really wants to use adult words. Oh my, y'all, again, because this and is our safe space. My baby. And I mean, y'all have heard me on the show at this point. I, I too, use adult words. I, too, words. am a cursor. I, too, am a cursor. And I <laughs> like to curse. It's fun. It works for me. Freak. It feels good. I read an article that said people who cuss are more intelligent, and I'm super smart. We have, so, we have a couple of things yeah. between us. So. You know what I'm saying? Um, but my baby wants to use adult words so bad. Like, he's just like, I can't wait to be an adult so I can use adult words. And, and so okay. we're working on Although it. I have but, you been know. cursing at the well age of five. Blame my grandma. Yeah, Ooh, yeah. Okay, I definitely it. cursed early, too. It's okay. So, it's a thing. You know, because we're therapists, but we're real. Therapists are real people. We have real things going on in our lives. And if you and we're going to share some life, of them with you. know you. my mouth. <laughs> so, <laughs> hats off to the, you know, tip of the hat to my baby boy, Carter. Yes. Um. So, for my, that's not a thing. So, we talked a little bit about, like, what mental health is and why it's important and all of this stuff. But I want to... Talk a little bit about what therapy isn't. Okay. So if you think that you can just go to therapy once a week, every other week, once a month, and, you know, lay it all out there and talk and, you know, have a really, you know, insightful conversation and then go back into the world all the other hours of the week and not do things differently. That's not a thing. That's not a thing. Like, I mean, you can do that, but you're not going to heal or be better, which should be the goal of therapy. The goal of therapy is to not have to go forever. So you have to do the work. You have to do the work and you also have to stop doing the things and interacting with the people who no longer serve you. Mm. Like, it's okay to stop being in relationship with certain people and certain things. Because some of us are more in relationship with our credit card than we are with anybody else in our life. It's okay to be like, this thing was great when it was great. Mm -hmm. It is not great anymore. And for me to go to the next level, I have to stop doing that thing. So, like, your therapist isn't going to fix you. That's not a thing. They're there to provide you with the tools to fix yourself. Tools like your therapist is Lowe's. Your therapist is the DIY on YouTube. Okay, but you gotta build the bookcase. You gotta construct the frame. You gotta lay the foundation. Build that shelter. You gotta build the new shelter. That reminds me of the gospel <laughs> song. There's a leak. This Ooh. old building so has got to move. Mm -mm, I'm not gonna fall into this bait because if anybody knows me, they know I used to sing that randomly in high school. <laughs> For a good time. So we gonna move forward. But if you listen to that song, you know, for those of y'all who know that song, it says, I mm -hmm. got to move. Okay. Not my therapist got to move me or God's got to move me or I mm -hmm. got to move. Mm, I. You have to move. Me, myself, and I. That is the only way for us to be better and feel better and find our healing and our peace is if we are moving. So if you think that your therapist is going to fix you or make you something different or make the other people in your life, like, you know, I've worked with families and they'll bring the kid in. And they'll be like, you know, little so-and-so is bad. Fix him. Who, do it. Who said that? Who, who broke him? 
Who said like, that? Like, he didn't wake up crazy. Mm-mm. He didn't wake up bad. He didn't wake up disrespectful. There were things that happened in this family that gave him the message that this is how we function. So if you want him to be different, you damn sure better be willing to come in here and do some work so let's to work make him understand system. how to be different. It's a system. system. But people love to do that. And I... I get them quick. I get them right quick. That's so thing. that's not a thing. So that is my that's not a thing for this week. So my not a thing. <clears throat> my not a thing is towards myself. So as you all know, Trump is the president. That's what and I don't want it to be a thing. So I have been struggling because I think these last, since January, I have been saying, Barack Obama is still my president. But he's not. No. And let me tell you something. I feel slightly betrayed. My heart is racing as I say this. I feel as though Barack Obama came and adopted me from the adoption agency and nurtured me for eight years and then dropped my ass back off. He's missing. Like, I feel like little orphan Annie, but guess what? Tomorrow the sun is not coming out, goddammit. It's, it's not, not coming out. It's a black cloud. And I'm sad. Like, I feel like a bald-headed stepchild. Like, where's my love? Hashtag I deserve. But that's not a thing. It's not a thing. It reminds me, so I'm a nerd, and I love Harry Potter. Y'all will hear Harry Potter references <laughs> all the time. But, you know, like in the first movie, it was like all sunny, and then it's like Voldemort got stronger and stronger. The movies got darker and like, darker. That's people just start dying left and right. Yep. I was like, I feel like we're like in the movie four, and it's just dark and gloomy well, can we or get five to the end? all Can the we time. get to the end of the last movie where he disappears? Trump, can you disappear? I don't... But you know what? I'm still holding on because I also said in January that I recognize and I claim that he will be gone in July. Yes. There will be something and impeachment. He did. He said that. And, and the I way did that not things are going since he's talking about wanting to fire cabinets and wants to fire FBI directors who are in charge of his case. Yeah. I will respect you if you quit. But I also mm, that's will. That's not true. It's not. But I. Will, but I'll appreciate. But it. I will thoroughly enjoy you getting fired since you like to fire people, and that's pretty much what you have built yourself on on the your fired line. Trump, you're not a thing. You know what? I'm going back. I- I'm going to own it. It is a thing. You ain't my president. I like it. Sometimes you just have to protect yourself and, and just take myself. yourself to a space where. You but just, Obama, you didn't just have to go drop me back off at the orphanage. Like you, you didn't like, have to like, and then like show us the highlight reels. Like, okay, you I and Mama Michelle are out here living the whole life with uh Auntie Oprah and Uncle Tom Hanks on a yacht. Like where they do that at? Like where, can they be my aunts and uncles? Like why did like, you have to? Why leave? why can't we all just be a family? Like I don't. And I think I I'm pretty understand. good. I think I'm a good child. <laughs> We are good people, and good we deserve person. better. You are good, perfect, and you deserve better. And maybe what happened was Obama felt like he has nurtured us enough, and he just like we're, we're he's launching us. Maybe he didn't abandon us. Maybe he launched us. Like well, my wing like don't sent work. us to college. My wing don't work, and I'm I'm flying. The wing is I'm, broken. I'm flying, but I am I am breathing heavy because <laughs> I am struggle. I'm. I'm and if I it wasn't not. for this gust of wind that I am gliding on, I would hit the ground. <laughs> so, so you need you need Obama back. No, I just think he's just giving me a hard lift, and I'm gonna make it. Yes, but yes. I don't appreciate my eight years going by so fast. It did. It went by so fast. It's uh, okay. We love you, Obama. Come back. You're amazing. Just bring so, back the whole family, absolutely. or just take me. How about we just all go to Canada? Or somewhere. I have no, a passport. Obama's cool with the Prime Minister of Canada. I feel like they're friends for Okay, real. so can I be a friend? Like, I, too, <laughs> am a good person and can be a friend. You are. And you deserve good things. It's okay. All right, guys. So we are at the end of episode one. Look at that. What? I'm ready to drop this bag. I know, right? I'm excited. Um, So we're always going to end with a resource and a quote. Um, this week, I'll be doing the resource, and Earl has our quote. Um, so my resource is a book called Black Pain 
by Terry Williams, and it's T-E-R-R-I-E Williams. Um, she and I both spoke at a conference a couple of years ago, and I was really impressed with her um, and just her acknowledgement of how, you know, mental health, depression, you know, pain um, manifest in the black community and how we don't talk about it. Um, but yet it's still there because, again, you're tearing at the seams. It's leaking out. Um, and so reading her book was really powerful for me. I bought it when I was there and it's been a really good read. So Black Pain by Terry Williams. And the quote of the week is by Joseph Campbell is one of my favorite quotes. And it says, we must be willing to let go of the life we have planned so as to have the life that is waiting for us. And that's the word in itself. That's a word. Okay. That's a word that I have had to live by. Yes. Absolutely. Because sometimes I think we get so stuck on the plan and we like you're not even as creative as you, you, know what I mean? as you think you are. Like you just can't imagine what's out there for you. Don't stifle yourself. Like this whole no, I have to go here and this is my plan. I have to work here. Because guess what? As soon as you get there, you hate it. Or, Absolutely. Or you block a major blessing because you have your mind so focused on well, this is where I was supposed to go. Mm hmm. Absolutely. That wind blow, you might need to blow with it. Absolutely. So, yes. So, this is the conclusion of the first episode of Hats Off. So, first off, again, we just want to say thank you to all of our subscribers, all of our friends who have, like, shared on mm -hmm. Facebook and IG and um, all the awesome places. We and love you just, all. And just the text of, like, you guys are doing a good thing. We're so excited to mm -hmm. hear it. Like, thank you. Just keep sending us that love and those good vibes. Um, again, thank you to Tady and Paige and thank you to Beverly Holbrook for helping us with our promo things. Um, we will have the hats, um, at a later date. So just keep looking out for those. Um, follow us on IG at hats off podcast, CLT, season cat, Ella's and Larry, T is and Tom. My dad is military. Sometimes I spell things that way. Um, Facebook hats off podcast and also Twitter, um, at hats off podcast. We are available on all sources of media. Um, the Apple i Apple iTunes mm -hmm. um, podcast, Google Play, mm -hmm. SoundCloud, Stitcher. That might be it right now. No, tune in, tune in. Mm -hmm. All those things, all the things. Yes, but also follow us on our personal pages. My Instagram is easy dot ecm, and that is e a z y period e c m. And my page is Courtney Leak LCSW on IG and on Facebook and on Twitter. Yep. Oh, and send us questions to our email. Our email is hatsoffpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and in the subject, just write hats off question. And remember, be you, be true, hats, hats off. off. Hats Off is brought to you by Earl Martin and my mommy, Courtney Leake. And I'm Carter. <laughs>